International. It's Friday the 13th, baby. It's Gary Beastie Town. Oh, Spicy Halloween is back. Sound effects for the show. That spooky cat. <laughs> Those are not added in post. That's a little, little, little cat. I don't know. I've not been picking up. Okay, we recorded here. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are back on the back, and it's back, and it's Halloween again. Recording our first episode of Halloween time on Halloween the 13th. Halloween the 13th. Halloween the 13th. Friday the 13th Mm. in October. Mm -hmm. When's the last time it happened? 13 years ago to this day. Sounds like some trivia there. Thank you. I got Halloween trivia on lock. Okay, we're (laughs) here. Beer, if you're going to keep spazzing <laughs> out. Don't is move it, my thing. There is an, uh, an accident I can see imminent. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, I'll use big words. Eminem. Oh, <laughs> oh we're, we're back. It's back time, it's baby. Back, oh, back, 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 back and cheeky back. Back, back, kid. It was my back. <laughs> oh, I see an Eminem description about to happen. Oh, what's up with Eminem descriptions about to happen? What, why you got to be so mean? I'm just stoked because it's Halloween. Everybody's going to shit on my parade. Yeah? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. All right. You just did. I think so. I know so. Wow. I'm ready to wipe that, that noise. I'm ready to swallow. Was that you? I put, the, put, the, I put it right up to my throat right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I see how it is. Hello, Bezo. Hello, Donut. Hello. Hi. Hey, we're back again, back again in the saddle for the back again at the Halloween special. This is a Halloween time. How and many intros are we doing here? I'm doing an oh. intro. Stop treading on my intro and then I can finish the damn thing. Okay? Well, we're back again for Halloween. <laughs> this is the third lap. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We're back again for the Halloween great time. And if you're excited like I am, you'll know that we have a very good Halloween programming coming up. 
You know, we probably should have got a guest for this episode (laughs) because I've seen this movie 900 times. This was my first time, though. Welcome our guest, Bezo Beasley of fanedit.org. Glad to be here. (laughs) (laughs) We're here talking Halloween movies with big bees. Yeah. Bees. Yes. Top five Halloween movies. Go. Halloween movies or horror movies? Uh, Movies to watch during the Halloween period because frequently Mm. horror movies that you like, you don't like watching during Halloween. And movies that you like during Halloween, you don't consider horror movies so top five halloween movies well i'm a product i'm a i'm a kid of the 80s so a lot of those 80s carpenter carpenter kind of comes into the play big fan of destiny (laughs) big fan (laughs) of big fish (laughs) you gotta have a a nightmare in elm street the original friday the 13th um that's a solid to me like uh (laughs) pumpkin head Y'all, is that, y'all, y'all haven't seen that one. Yeah, of okay, course I have. pumpkin Destiny. head. <laughs> I don't know where Destiny's fly come from. He, uh, someone did an interview. Puppet master. Someone did an interview with him just this past week, and he was like, "I'm devoting my life to Destiny." Who, who said this? Ethan John Billups. Carpenter. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Crazy dude. He's like, I don't understand anything about it, so I'm just gonna play it all the time until I do. Hell yeah! <laughs> Direct well, quote. Direct. Well, look it I, up. I, I, okay, well, good for him. I'm, Destiny. Maybe he, is he going to upgrade to the second one? I, I don't know. Okay, okay. Friday on 13th. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Pumpkin, uh, pumpkin Head. Ma- uh, Puppet Master. Ooh. You know, some of those are like, you know. Uh, That's little, only four. You don't have a top five? You know what? Top five Halloween. I'm going to have after watching Hellraiser uh, uh, the night before last, or yeah, last night, fucking Hellraiser, Hellraiser a, to, that, to that mix. Good those would, those Hellraiser would, back to back. If you're going to curate hellraiser with something people mm. coming over you know you having a couple drinks you're eating some candy corn you know mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. maybe get some sour warheads in you mm. you maybe get a little sugar spaghetti in you and garlic <laughs> yeah bread. you get some spaghetti and garlic bread right on. you know what you're watching hellraiser you know what's a solid follow-up no, to that, that? candy man I, I downloaded that too candy uh, i mean i I, I i bought it legally too You've never seen <laughs> it? <laughs> i have seen it but I, it's been a long time and so, so i'm, so I'm stoked to, to finish to to put that in the queue sometime before Halloween. It's similar vibes to Hellraiser. So I think they would work really good as a one-two punch because it's a classic, um, not too franchised out. Yeah. You know, we're seeing a solid three runs on those. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a solid lineup, man. That's a classic lineup. But uh, your lineup uh, would include today's feature. That are, are you trying to segue? Or are you trying to actually bit. ask me was, what my top five both, are? Both, both. <laughs> so do you want my top five? Or I want do you your want top five, hit the movie, and then that'll be the segue. Uh, but then we're not going to get Donna's okay. top five. I don't right, right, count. Right. I don't count. Donna's top five. five. That's what always happens. On Segway show. to okay. uh, your top five. Okay, Donna's All top right. five first. Donna, go. I need time to think about it. Okay, I decided to look up a list. <laughs> Boom. Oh, no, I was just looking at Candyman. <laughs> okay, I will say my top five for watching during Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, a paranormal activity Love must watch. Yeah. It's too scary to not watch during Halloween. Fair enough. Uh, number two, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Oh, a departure, a deep newer grab. Yeah, that's also good. And then we're gonna have to throw back to uh, you know, I'll watch. I'll watch a uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, it's a Friday the Thirteenth is on. It, you know, it is Friday the Thirteenth right now. There you go. And uh, also great film. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if I 
had to pick one of the 80s kind of uh, between Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street, I'm going Friday. Yeah. I got to, baby. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's Friday. We're out here smoking weed on the patio. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you know, I love Ice Cube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can yeah. see the correlation. Yeah, Friday yeah. the 13th, so good. Yeah. I'm going... Also Wayne Gretzky. Also Wayne Gretzky. I'm going... After that, I'm going Scream. Uh, VHS edit that we watched uh, last Oh, yeah, year. the Gallo cut. Yeah. I'm going to play the Gallo cut of yeah, Scream yeah. because I, uh, I want some VHS you know garble yeah yeah because you need that during Halloween and that soundtrack that he had it was pretty tight it's super tight and also I'm a big scream guy you know and then you know what if you're watching scream you know what and you got your four movies lined up right there um why not cap it off with scary movie you know do some Halloween fun okay and you know watch scream and then watch scary movie afterwards you know get a couple laughs for your last movie makes sense yeah yeah that's why I'm going for my top five all right Donna why you give me a stink look I'm trying to think uh the original Halloween mm-hmm. uh Rosemary's Baby mm. solid solid uh he's getting high art on us yeah probably High tension. Ooh, Ooh graphic. Yeah. yeah, very. Um, I'm not sure about the other two. Maybe come back. I gotta think it okay, over. Okay, we'll, we'll come back at the <laughs> end. I watch a lot of horror movies. Yeah, that's true. Um, I want to do an, an addendum to mine. If I if I get to slide a, a sixth one in there, yeah, yeah, do it. Something that uh, pops up from now from now and again that uh, goes back to my childhood. Uh, creep show. Ooh, yeah, that's good. I, I love seen that, that for creep show. The one that has the, the I forget if it's creep show one or two, but the one that's got the segment with Leslie Nielsen hey. and uh, the one with the roaches yeah, and yeah, the one yeah. with uh, the yeah. Stephen King where he finds the meteorite. Yeah, what's the other? We yeah. used to always watch when I was a kid. We I think I've talked about it before on the pod. Like uh, I, when I was a kid, we used to watch this one that was a bunch of vignettes. I said I said creep show, but I think I meant Tales from the Crypt. But anyway, uh, whatever. Those thing. are all of those things. I yeah. used to watch one that was like sort of like that where it's a bunch of like kind of shorts yeah and i remember i don't remember the name of it and i I remember we went through this last time but it was the one where uh uh, an old lady sticks her poodle in the microwave and then it explodes we talked about it before but i I don't remember the name but i will tell you one thing Mm -hmm. uh okay if you're sticking to my lineup if you're watching the ethan billups halloween lineup Mm -hmm. uh programming section or whatever we're gonna call it Mm -hmm. uh, i would like to make an addendum if you're not feeling you know picking it up if you're not feeling the uh scary movie you know right. to kind of lighten the load right sleep away camp gotta go swap sleep it away out camp. All right. you gotta go sleep away camp because leave <clears throat> if you're watching sleep away camp as your last movie mm-hmm. you're leaving your uh party your crew that's watched that movie mm-hmm. all those movies mm-hmm. you're leaving them on a man i want to go back and watch some more movies because this one tricked me motherfucker i thought of two more okay right let's on. do it evil dead uh, nice. yes. two yes Ooh. yes yes and uh some like just any japanese horror movie i can't pick a favorite Ringu. but it's like the only time that i'm allowed to watch japanese horror <laughs> movies yeah. it's like All other doesn't time. like to watch them yeah yeah it's not true it's uh, true uh, so uh yeah, i keep her in the attic until halloween comes around and i drag her out i almost wasn't even allowed to say movies that i like <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that was my fault. Was you were blaming that last time? Yeah. The uh, the uh, the film, the titular film that we're going to be talking about today, Sleepaway Camp. Uh, as somebody who has just now seen it for the first time, and we throw this caveat on probably yep. way more often than we should, but yep. I'm going to say it again. Yep. If you haven't seen it, cut this shit off. Go watch, go watch it, it, and then come listen because there, because we are going go to spoil there, it. There is, and this one. If you've never seen it and you want an ending, a twist ending that works, just prepare yourself. I think you already gave too much Ian, away. Ian, you said too much. No, yeah. that's not edit true. Edit that out in I post. Think please do. I'm not fucking with you. Please edit that out in post. And now we're talking about something that's been edited out in post. You're wondering, what do we edit out in post? We're not going to tell you. Go Stop this thing. Go watch the original. And now we can go okay, move forward. Now, now we'll move forward. You okay. think that's too much yes. that there's yes. a twist yes. ending? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, I, and I'll explain. Because now we're past that. Yes. Now we can say Now that. we can talk about it. Uh, yes, because I can, I can explain in detail, I think, why that even saying that is too much. Okay, it'll explain why. Why? Because okay. I think we told you that there was no. a twist. If you ha- you have, and I had for- luckily I had forgotten about it. Yeah, well, that's the thing about movies. Yep, there's no, so much information not, you take in. Yeah, everywhere. well, I forgot about it because I think you told me about a year a year and change ago, a year and a half ago. So it's really? been I've, yeah, there's been some distance between oh, that reveal. Shit. Damn. So um, <laughs> here's. I, you know, we were in part joking about you were you were commenting about my my lack of uh, you know saying anything after the movie had ended. He's like, he's still swimming in it, you know. Yeah. In part, I was. Yeah, I yeah, was. yeah. It's so good because my first thought when the movie was over was that was an hour and twenty five minutes of dredge yeah. ending with twenty seconds of genius. Yeah, exactly. And then I was thinking, wait a second, the whole movie, the twenty seconds of genius doesn't work without, without the hour exactly. and a half of dread and then i start thinking they lay bombs too motherfucker the entire thing. this movie is purposely going down this one long uh-huh. string of of, uh, of of being a kind of movie yeah and then it hard left so hard yep. that the distance between what you thought it was throughout the whole time and what it ends up being, there's such a gap there that you realized it wasn't just bullshit the whole time. Well, meaning it wasn't just poor filmmaking, you know, stupid mustache, whatever. All of that, and I think could be argued, all of that is a design choice. Yeah. By these people who are actually know what the fuck they're and doing. And I want to make a point uh, because I've seen this movie probably four or five times or something. I, I've been in love with this movie for ages since I've seen the cover work. Like in my old VHS store, I've been obsessed with them because the cover works so good. Yeah. Um, but uh, in watching it today, I, I was just like sitting there, and when you know the end, and you know how bad the actors are that they can't they're purposely bad casting like the the mother at the beginning when she's talking about did you get your physical and you're the very hyper theatrical sort of play almost like she's in a play yeah 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 Yeah. that is all a misdirect to misdirect you from the content that she's saying which is like which is like don't let them see your physical don't let them. It's it's, it's all, all a misdirect. There. The yeah. bad acting is a misdirect, which is fucking genius. No, it's uh, I, I didn't want to give the movie the credit, but it's perfect. The more I think <laughs> about it, the more all of the whole film is one giant misdirect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it all it all guides you down one path to trick you at the end. The even the 
and maybe god it's it, because as bad as it is and every time you say this this thing didn't work the that goes only to paint a better picture sure. to get to the end it's so good yeah like it's a perfect cult movie the b c the, the scene that guy dies from bees or whatever it is yeah it's terrible it's absolutely terrible it's 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 but that's kind of the point because the more the bad the worse that it is the more you kind of drop your guard yeah and where you're like this movie doesn't really know knows what it's doing it's it has a cheap ass budget it's being exploitive yada 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 mm-hmm. um but then again that that's all to get you in this frame of mind so when you get the last 20 seconds it's like oh fuck yeah you know this is real like they know what they're doing it's a real horror movie yeah yeah yeah. it's perfect i don't know i i, I want to show you the cover art that i uh you y'all can keep talking but i want to <laughs> show you i want to show you the cover art that i remember being on the vhs in the because mm-hmm. it's so good yeah uh it is my and my impression of it similar to y'all did y'all have a similar experience where you thought it was just kind of bullshit until the end and then you kind of think about it retroactively uh yeah i mean the the first time i saw it yeah the first time you saw it was it was it when i showed you it or when was the first time you saw it um the first time i saw it i thought i rented it and we just watched it together but you said that you had seen it before but it hadn't been it had been like a really long time yeah i think i forgot though yeah Yeah. so like we watched it and it was like new for both of us really but i went in totally blind i didn't know there was a anything crazy at the end i just knew that the movie was crazy and so the whole time i'm just like this movie is fucking weird like it's it's crazy how like shitty this is right uh and it's like unsettling in the beginning and then it's like pretty normal and it's weird that like no one really seems to be affected by any of the deaths and i'm just like (laughs) what is going on here Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean yeah i like the reveal at the end is just like it's so it's so shocking yeah like it's like the first time that you see goatsy like it's so <laughs> I, I wouldn't have made that comparison yeah. but now that you the have other, all the alo- yeah. everything the stars align yeah. I, I see where you go with that the yeah. other sex based Halloween <laughs> freak out goatsy yeah it's, I mean it's just it's so shocking you're like whoa what the fuck and then it and the, it's like you forget everything that happened in the movie and then you yeah. need a little bit of time to be like, wait a minute. And it, it just takes a while to kind of digest everything. It's right. so bizarre. The movie understands that it it's not... <laughs> It, it seems like it's exploit, uh, like it doesn't know what it's doing. Like it's juggling, you know. Oh, adolescent, adolescent sexuality is kind of confusing, and some people are good at it, and some people mm-hmm. are bad at it, and some people have jealousy issues around yeah, it. It seems the movie seems like it's playing checkers when it's actually playing chess. Uh, that's a good analogy. Yeah, it's very much so. Because like, even like when you see like the guys in the crop top shirts, and you're just like, man, the '80s were really fucking weird. Mm-hmm. It's like obviously this weird like uh, homoerotic thing that they just yeah. didn't really tap into understand until you see this weird, uh, highly stylized um, uh, flashback, if you will, of the the kids seeing their dad in the. Um, in like the homosexual relationship with that other dude. Yeah. And then you're like, wait a second, the movie does know that this is a thing and the movie is acknowledging it. Yeah. 
But wait a second. Did, did it not know over here? Why is it so Why is it so in tune with this? And why is it bringing it up in this kid's youth as a flashback sequence? Is it just being weird? Yeah. And then you realize in the end, it knows what it's doing. Like we it's know, so smart. We know this is homoerotic and we know we're fucking around with sexuality here. That's yeah. the dad of Angela and the boy. Or ex- well, yeah, Angela and yeah. the boy. Yeah. yeah. Who Angela is. Yes. Yeah. And the doctor, the woman from the beginning, it's her husband. So it's yeah. it's oh, her uncle. Oh, shit. But I, think I didn't catch un, that. Un, like non-blood uncle. I see, I so see. So they're yeah. fucking, and then after he dies and Angela dies, and now it's just the boy, Peter is his name, uh, then Peter goes to live with the doctor who is divorced now from the husband. Uh, yeah, because. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's layers Whoa. here. There's, there's sophistication <laughs> in this thing. This movie does not... Does not you you would miss this completely until yeah. the final 20 seconds. It's perfect. It's literally... It's the reason why we like storytelling and it's I think it's I think it's honestly like when you watch horror movies the reason why they're good is because they're magic tricks that work they're 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 simple simple things and and, and simple motifs and and simple ideas that that ultimately come to play with the viewer and fuck up the viewer the, but the genius here is that it's not just um, it's playing on the fact that there's a thousand shitty horror movies. Yeah, that all sort of buckle under not having the right the the right budget to make this particular uh, effect work, and so they mm-hmm. kind of work around it. And you kind of buy yeah. it, and you kind of don't. It works around the slasher genre, so you know there's yeah. one guy, and it's a little who's gonna who's gonna be the bad guy, and um. like it it plays to a lot of. It plays to the tropes of uh, of of low budget cult like movie yeah, things, yeah, yeah. and then uses that as the tool to uh, to, to trick to, to to put it to you know to put yeah. it on your head. Yeah. Well, like the funny thing about this is, I feel like it's one of the only horror movies that could actually have like a thesis written about it, like a fucking like graduate thesis, because it's genius. Like it's literally it plays on things outside of itself, and it plays on the viewer so much and wow. s- and so perfectly because like i've literally never seen this movie with someone that hasn't seen the movie that has known that has just been like oh yeah that's gonna be the ending every single person is tricked by this and it's terrifying like yeah <laughs> it's not just it's it's terrifying like the visual the sound yeah the the shockness of it the it, uh, well it's like the body like looks fake like different. it looks yeah. wrong and it's great because uh, it, it's full frontal nudity yeah in a movie that in a, a normal genre type movie has loaded with nudity yeah but has none in it except for a bunch of male bare asses yeah, yeah, yeah. and so there's no anticipation <laughs> that there's going to be any kind of nudity and then like the last shot is that like yeah there is i really think there is an incredible design element here that you don't like if literally the last 20 seconds of this movie was anything else this would be like okay i can't please you guys like this shit yeah 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 you know but the last 20 seconds redeems anything that happened in the 
in the uh, in more ways hour than one. In more ways than one, because even if they did come across something that they they really didn't know how to do well, and it comes across as bad, yeah, that only builds the case even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the things that work work and the mm-hmm. things that don't work ultimately end up making it work at the end yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the that's some of the the genius about how they how they've constructed this thing yeah i think that's also part i don't i i guess i've never really thought of like the overacting doctor as like a a misdirect i always think of her as a psychopath yeah and no, totally so she's just like no. just so psychotic it she totally is but her uh her uh, uh uh her performance is so i'm psychotic and i talk yeah. this way yeah. that's what, that that's the that's the misdirect that, like it's yeah. as if this director who's making this film doesn't know how to paint this person as kind of a psychotic so she just said he just says crank it up to 11 as if yeah. you're in a stage well, but like, that's that's the trick, though. Yeah, the funny thing about it is that, like, uh, like with her specifically, the bad acting at the beginning because she's giving out such crucial points of information at the beginning that that you don't store away because you're watching it going, "What the fuck is she doing?" Right? And because because it, it, it and it and it's just like such a shitty like pun with the movie too, like sleep sleepaway camp. It's it's campy. It's a campy movie. Mm-hmm. and it has campy acting and it has and it has cult-like acting and, and so when you're at the beginning and they send you through this weird lynchian bizarro scene you're you're just detracted by her acting and not taking in any of the information that she's saying about oh make sure you hide that i did your physicals and that i'm insane like like it's such a genius Mm -hmm, idea mm -hmm. to because because it takes away it's actually making uh using the aspects of making a movie and using the elements that people normally take for granted and are supposed to uh, ignore, mm-hmm. and sh- the, the 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 script, the director, the the artistry of this movie is using those aspects to misdirect and misconstrue the viewer. Mm-hmm. It's such a three dimensional idea behind this movie of like, oh, let's use acting to misdirect crucial points of information. Let's give it away at the beginning Mm -hmm. because normally a normal horror movie, everyone would act the same Mm -hmm. and they just would withhold that information. Mm -hmm. They just wouldn't say it and and they wouldn't reveal it to the end. Whereas this one they give you within the first 30 seconds, they spoil the movie. Which is what's funny about the movie. <laughs> like, it's so well acted and so well directed and so mm-hmm. well edited and mm-hmm. so well written mm-hmm. that they misdirect you at the beginning by telling you the information. It, it's actually, it's almost <laughs> even before that because, like, when, how, how cheesily set up is the ah, some teenagers on this rogue boat who just suddenly stop paying attention yeah. and then end up, you know, decapitating or killing these yeah. two, these, these family members. And then the screaming and then the going back and the cutting back to the girl screaming and going back, cutting back to her screaming. Even that uh, is, is goes, goes on too long and too yep. far because even that sort of tips the hand as if the director is saying, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm an idiot. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So before that scene, before she even shows up and has her crazy yeah. the, over theatrical style of acting, you I've already bought into this idea. Like, oh, God damn it, you've God, written, no, know what it, you've I've written, written it off. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's genius. Is because it's it's a it's it's magic. It's it's a it's a perfect misdirect in mm-hmm, a movie mm-hmm. because I can't think of a movie personally off the top of my head specifically within the genre of horror Mm -hmm. i can't think of a movie that gives away everything within the first 30 seconds Mm -hmm. but then only reveals everything in the last 30 seconds where everything falls into place after that last 30 seconds well again i i i want to give more credit to it it's not just a, a clever misdirect because it it's the kind of misdirect that would not work for somebody who's not really an avid movie watcher Oh, totally. Like if somebody is not familiar with a lot of horror films or just not familiar with a bunch of movies altogether and then watches it, who's not, who's not really steeped in a lot of the tropes who wouldn't be so quick to analyze things, then they might be kind of buying it with the story the whole time. And then, or they might be completely disconnected. I feel like and then the ending and then they don't, yeah, it's just a confusion kind of thing. But when you, when you come to this movie with a little, just enough sophistication to go, this guy clearly doesn't know what they're doing and yeah. this is just a waste of time. It's a movie watcher's movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it tricks the movie watcher. That's why it's so good. I think I think when the reason I get bored with movies so much and the reason I I I I like we watch them and you're like, "Oh, you fell asleep during this great thing." And mm-hmm. it's like it's like honestly the reason I do that is because I've seen a lot of movies and when I see things where it's like things aren't being played with that play with me mm-hmm. like i don't I, it, it doesn't make it as fun it, it's like it's like i don't feel like i'm i don't feel like i need to be on my toes when i watch movies i i feel like i can sit there and enjoy a movie mm-hmm. you know i feel like i don't have to think or you know sometimes even if it's like bad <laughs> i have to just sit there and just be Gross. like <laughs> i sit there and just be like yeah like this sucks like i just don't want to watch this i don't care about the story it's not it's not the the reason why this misdirect specifically is good a lot of writing and a lot of movies there are constantly misdirects it's it's a it's a it's a tool that's used by writers red herrings though oftentimes yeah they're same thing fake well red herrings misdirects uh blade runner we talked specifically about this the reason i don't care is that when it's revealed to me it's not enough weight and it doesn't play with my emotions it doesn't play with me being the viewer it plays Mm -hmm. within the idea of the plot Mm -hmm. right this movie plays with you as a viewer and itself as a genre well i think that that is what feeds into it playing into you as a viewer is because you're watching it going, Oh, this is a slasher genre. Like this is a slasher genre pick. Like I, I know what this is cause I'm smart and mm-hmm. I've watched a bunch mm-hmm. of movies, mm-hmm. but then at the end it fucking tricks the shit out of you. And you're like, Whoa, like it plays with you mm-hmm. as a viewer. And mm-hmm. those are the type of movies that are great in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's what I like to see in movies specifically in horror, you know, like, I don't know. How much can we just watch people getting killed? Like, I don't know. I want to be played with a little bit. I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I think that it, it'd be hard pressed to put this kind of uh, of bar and say that, hey, other horror movies need to raise the bar to this mm-hmm. because 
it it's one of the it because it would ruin everything. It's got a meta quality yeah. to it that if other people started doing it, then it would it, it would you it, you wouldn't have the magic there. The magic tricks only work. At, you know what they say about magic? Magic tricks like they only work once. You right. show people the magic trick, and then they kind of try to figure it out. And yeah. then if someone has figured out the magic trick, it the just never works. Dead, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is why this movie, A, first watching, amazing. Second mm-hmm. viewing, it's great. It, I mean, it, and it remains great, like, through each viewing. But, like, I mean, the first two viewings are perfect on this movie. Because mm-hmm. you, 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 the first one, you get revealed. And then the second one, you realize all the shit they dropped in between. So, and in that context, you know, I was just thinking retroactively about some of the... Uh, at the time when I was watching it, I was like, that's a mistake. And then I realized in retrospect that it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, purpose. There's several of these things. One is I noticed there was an edit where it just cuts from one scene to another with a really quick sort of fade to black and then it black fade blacks in. And I was like, that yeah. was a commercial break. <laughs> like, that's exactly what you would do if you had a commercial break. That that's the, not, that's, not, that's the wrong kind of transition. Yeah. And then they never do it again. Yeah. And I was like, in retrospect, I'm like, that was just a fucking mistake. But now I'm going, I wonder if they did that on purpose. Yeah, you don't know what they did on purpose. <laughs> when when we have the first murder, uh, the, the first murder is an adult uh, who yeah. is a pedophile. Yeah. Um, uh, going, after the, uh, going after these kids. And it sets the tone that, okay, um, whoever is going after the kids is going to be the next victim. Yeah. And so the kids, uh, end up being, you know, bullied and, 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 um, taken advantage of and so on. And sure enough, it follows a similar pattern that whoever does so is the next one who's killed yeah. until this one guy, uh, after going in camp with, uh, these little, the, the little boys out in the thing and they get cold and they bring them back. Then he comes back and finds these four kids, who are just completely, you know, murdered, uh, knife, you know, wounds, you know, just, just slaughtered there in their sleeping bags in the middle of this place. To my knowledge, those kids didn't do anything harmful towards the main character. And I was like, this is a mistake. Like, you're breaking the theme of always pursuing the, um, the uh, only, it's like a vengeance that's a, that seems um, justified. justified yeah. But there's no justification there. And it's like, that's just sheer madness. And I'm like, that's a mistake. No. No. <laughs> one, two, one, it's a misdirect. Yeah. And two, the character really is just sheer madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and there isn't that rhyme or reason to it. And so that's, it's just yeah. part of that. But at, on the first viewing, when you first watched it, yeah. I was like, this is a mistake. Yeah, he's a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And a very fucked up one at that. I mean, because it plays with you. I mean, it definitely plays with you with that because you're sitting there and you're thinking, even after watching it, you're like, you're like, what? He's a, she's a, he's a, what are they doing but then also you're like that last face you're like oh insane Mm -hmm. like like the movie at the end which is why it's also such an interesting movie to me is that you can write this movie multiple different ways you can write it where it's you know a trans positive movie you can write it you know where it's dealing with those issues specifically you can write it when it's dealing with the issues of pedophilia um you know uh, sexual abuse things like that things like this and the reason why i think that this is great is because it was written in a period of time where (laughs) at the end and i don't think 
you could really get away with it now. I, I understand. But where at the end, where the 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 the, the killer is trans and but also <laughs> fucking insane. There's no actual. There's multiple killings without this mo- throughout this movie that are that are the not. The killer isn't trans. What well, I mean, it, he's profiled as a woman throughout the because his mother made him. Yeah, but it's wouldn't not, that make him trans? No, no. At the very least, this trans is, without consent. This is yeah. It's a it's a it's abuse. A, another idea of why this movie's fucking fascinating is because these ideas I don't think you could present nowadays. Like I don't think well, I think people get pissed. There's actually a lot of serial killers that had i mean one of like the triggers for serial killers is having like an uh fucked up relationship with their mother and there's actually a lot of serial killers that were forced to dress opposite gender was it who else Dahmer? Dahmer had to do that yeah yeah. but i mean a ton of them did both of the uh, for what it's worth both of the antagonists in the silence of the lambs yeah silence of the lambs and 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 hannibal yeah yeah yeah. no not hannibal excuse me the one before it uh, red dragon yeah so that's a common thing that that's yeah anyway, i mean but that's different than trans yeah it's i mean sure i guess i i guess i am i am <laughs> but this is exactly th- what you're talking about yeah, this is what i'm talking about <laughs> that, that, that this movie is it is so it, it it that's why it works to me and that's why i i i i couldn't walk if i was writing this movie that was written in the 80s if i was writing this movie in 2017 i don't think i could walk that tightrope like I, 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 as a writer or a, as, as someone who's making a script as a screener, I don't think I could walk that mm. in the way that this does with some weird objectivity and the ability to play off the viewer like this movie does without any sort of, uh, it's, it's, it has to be like written by a fucking serial killer. Like it's insane. Like it's an insane movie. If I pitched any of this movie to anyone i guarantee they would be like i don't think you no i don't think you should do that like in today there's you know like yeah in, in today's setting i can see that even be more challenging but even thinking retroactively uh it's a great uh it's a thing that only works if the last 20 seconds work so if um if the movie if you miss the last 20 seconds, then yeah. it's a waste of film. Oh, completely. Yeah. And the last 20 seconds are the most beautiful parts of the movie. It goes to show that whoever's making this movie understands how to craft a horror shot. Yeah. How to, how to use that sound. That is perfect. How to use sound, how to use light, how to use visuals, how yeah. to edit. Like all the mastery is in that last yeah. moment. So, in case, in case you guys didn't get this, the last part that we're talking about, the uh, the entire time you're led to believe the serial killer is a female. At the end, it is revealed within the most terrifying face shot mm-hmm. that she has a dead, she has a decapitated head in her lap. Yeah, uh, she stands up. She gives one of the weirdest frozen faces we've ever seen, which plays into her being mute the entire mm-hmm. first half of the movie, mm-hmm. which is genius writing as well. Mm-hmm. And then it's panned down to see a fucking little boy penis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I don't know. Like I, 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 it's, it's one of my favorite shots in horror movies, period. Like it, it it's the only time the film quality changes. Mm-hmm. 
like the lighting changes every, it doesn't feel like the same movie mm. the last 20 seconds of this movie don't feel like what you were just watching for the last hour and a half which is what i think makes a genius like like because you're at the end you're like you've sat in this comfort zone for so long of this comforting horror movie that's a campy horror movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they change it up they make the film gritty they make the face terrifying yes like they reveal something there's a decapitated head which we haven't seen that much violence throughout the entire one mm-hmm. like oh, so good <laughs> i can't I, I can just sit here i can praise this movie for years like i i think it's i think it, it's phenomenal i think another element to it is uh the film doesn't shy away from these are kids yeah yeah yeah. you clearly have young uh, adults who play the counselors in the role mm-hmm. then there's sort of like a, a slightly different age group that's younger than that oh they who, play with age throughout this and constantly. then there's an even younger group so there's yeah. like there's like three levels of ages here and not yeah. including the 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 seniors who who work there which creates who that are also different age groups yeah yeah uh but the 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 murderer and even in that final shot you have two kids yeah. And uh, even the boy is naked, yeah. uh, who has the head cut off. Uh, the lighting hides it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I felt even in that moment, I was like, why are they hiding? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but but that adds a different level of uncomfortability to that final shot, too. Yeah. Is that you realize you are looking at a child. Yeah. And then it fades to that weird washed out green filter. Which is dope. I don't even remember that. All I have is that image really? stuck in my head. Yeah, everyone <laughs> does. And then they fade. They fade that. They shoot that image from like a couple different angles. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's shot on fucking VHS. Mm-hmm. Like it looks terrible. Mm-hmm. And then they wash it out with like a green and black uh, duochrome, like fucking cyber ass shot. <laughs> and it's like what what in your because i think after that reveal you're sitting there trying to piece everything back together Mm -hmm. um i have to say that uh the the design in the murder scenes are are both uh like i said any any attempt to say like they're 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 flawed is is only goes it's an argument against you because it works (laughs) yeah like uh in the first scene when um because the the way the murder scenes are shot they're they're trying to hide the fact that um that we don't see who the killer is as if there's a reveal yeah but we kind of get it you know we know know because we're smart viewers exactly so this is like a dumb thing to try to hide this reveal like why are you trying to i know who it is and then but they don't they go further they don't just show that this is a that we're it looks like they're just trying to hide the reveal but then but then the murder scenes are kind of dumb yeah like the guy sort of like on a step ladder and he's stuck over a a a boil of boiling soup or something and it looks like that that, that, that just can't work. Yeah. Then you have to really think about retroactively like, they knew that that looks ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, my favorite one is when uh, her her like sort of boyfriend, the first guy that she talks to, I forget his name, finds her, her, uh, her him uh, outside of the cabin and uh, finds they outside of the cabin and, <laughs> uh, and, and uh, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, 
he's like, hey, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, I'm just, I thought you were the murderer. Oh. And we're like, <laughs> we're like, as smart viewers, yeah, we're, we're like, like, we're like, oh, stupid you're dialogue. the, you, she's, uh, watch her. She's the murderer. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, she's the one. And like, it's so funny. <laughs> Such a good scene. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of pissed that, uh, you guys have talked a lot about the way that it's shot and everything, but you haven't talked about the practical effects at all. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, normally that's like what the real beat—the fact that there's no CGI in this. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like the—I think the quality of the practical effects is actually pretty good, considering that this movie was made with like zero dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you. To, to that effect, I, I might be a, a little, um, my, my, my perceptive on that might be a little skewed because of having just watched Hellraiser, mm. which has amazing practical effects in it that I was just kind of dumbfounded that, uh, I, I was watching these and going, Oh, very let down. But at yeah. the same time, my, my instinct is saying that that was intentional. Yeah. 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 That the practical effects, like for example, when the when we when it, the camera pans over the guy with the bees all over his face and, exactly. and all the wounds, yeah, 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 you're like, man, those wounds are not bee wounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, they're just exploiting that to do something. You know, that's it's not even it's not yeah. even trying to be real. Yeah, it's nasty and gross, and it, it gets a visceral emotion. But the logic part of my brain is going no. They made a like a plaster mold of his head. Or oh, yeah. like a plastic mold of his head or whatever. And then they filled it with sugar, like sugar oh. water. So that that's the how the bees were attracted fly. to it. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, like, See, that that's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Also, I'm going to use that for something. <laughs> that's that. your Halloween well, costume. Well, there's a better one. The chef, the pedo in the beginning, yeah. the first kill. Yeah. He is like, <laughs> could you really reel it in? <laughs> I got to disgusting uh he is like his face is like under like false boards so that they have like skin like the like the blisters yeah, that he yeah, has, yeah. and they have lines running through that they're like squeezing, squeezing to pulsing, nice. which yeah. is pretty cool too yeah uh you know that scene too when i when the effect on the skin i was like the the it's hard not to miss but the skin effect is really well done yeah and it's funny because it keeps cutting back to it over and over <laughs> and over again i'm like they're just milking this for this because yeah. uh, they spent money on it <laughs> exactly and that's again falls right back into this uh you have to like you have to you have to go back and, and doubt whether well, that you have to doubt yourself you have, yeah. to, you have to doubt whether the director the director probably knew you could probably cut to this two maybe three times but the six or seven times that it does is yeah. you can't just say you can't say it's a mistake anymore because now it yeah. feels like it is designed yeah. that it's trying to mimic this idea <laughs> that they don't know what they're doing another thing that's pretty cool about this movie too is that uh there's a lot of POV shots, but there's yeah. POV not just from the killer, but also from the victims, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the chef, uh, yeah. you see from his perspective, the hands. Um, yeah, yeah. And you also get like the over the shoulder shot. So you're not really seeing what exactly is happening. It's pretty interesting that they keep switching formats that way. Mm hmm. Um, I also like the shower kill is really good because she it's kind of disorienting what's happening. She's being stabbed through the wall. Yeah, through the drywall in or the something. Back, yeah. But she's doing 
almost the same face and hand movements as in the psycho shower scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which yeah. is really cool. Uh, and certainly couldn't be, that had to have been known. You know, it's oh, yeah. not a well, mistake or I an accident. No, yeah. yeah. Everyone after, go see 7852, but I yeah, mean, yeah. like, everyone after the psycho shower scene has pretty yeah. much completely emulated that. That's yeah. like, that is the shower scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's like the same kind of movements and like same direction of the eyes. It's very interesting. That is funny because you never think like uh, showers aren't in, uh, inherently scary, but we've been terrified of showers because of that scene for forever. Uh, like, like uh, just like uh, when someone gives you the idea of like, oh, have you ever thought about a snake coming up a toilet and biting your <laughs> asshole. And then it's like, oh, now I'm scared to sit oh, on a toilet. The poop ranas, you asshole. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Have you ever been terrified of a piranha coming up? <laughs> I just can't, don't see them fitting. Like, because uh, like a, 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 a toilet a sizable pipe is... Shit? A, it's is a, that a, what you're a, Well, it's say? circular. And a piranha is like kind of, you know, like a diamond shape, the, the teardrop shape. The crazy thing about the the boy that's seen some fish the psycho shower the psycho shower scene what what it occurs to me when I think about that is the when I take a shower uh, I feel very safe the door is locked you know I'm usually in a safe you lock the door if I have to Uh, you know but like and uh, I just it's generally are you a jailkeeper it's generally a safe I have have a roommate it's generally a safe (laughs) you just feel safe in there and then like the idea that Somebody could open the door with a knife with the oh, intent to kill you. Yeah, yeah. You are completely vulnerable. Yeah, that's yeah. psycho. That's I know, I know. Yeah. I know, but baby. I never think yeah. about that until I think about psycho. And then yeah. I, it's only been a handful of times where I actually have that thought in the shower. And it's terrifying because oh, you realize sure. how you Wait, don't have tools. You yeah. don't think about that often? <laughs> no, no, I think about it every rare. time. So I'm do I. I oh, really? When yeah. I'm home I'm alone. I always think I'm going to die. I yeah. always think someone is going to try to kill me. When I'm home alone... Like, if I get home from work, I always lock the bottom lock on the door. I don't shouldn't be giving out this specific <laughs> thing, I guess. Yeah, we have, like, but, a check-in location yeah. for yeah, us. I, I, like, I, like, lock the bottom door, but I always leave the bathroom door open mm. when I shower. Because oh. I want to be able to hear what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, I think in retrospect, which I, at the time when I was watching the movie, I thought was a mistake, was in how she dies in this shower scene is like you said, the knife gets punctured through the back of the thing. Her back is against it. It hits her in the spine sort of thing. And then it's dragged down. It cuts through her and through the back of the drywall or whatever it is all the way down. And again, the, my, the logic part of my brain goes, impossible. Like the sheer strength one would have to have to make this happen, or two, the 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 odds that she happened to lay her back against the shower wall for this to happen, <laughs> like it's it is completely absurd. Yeah. But yeah. that's again the misdirect to make me think that this movie doesn't know what the hell it's doing. And it's a good shot, and it leads to another good shot where she falls out with the her complete backslit, and also it's a fucking cheap shot, like. Yeah. 
and it's, it's cheap no film. nudity too. <laughs> exactly, yeah, that's the no most nudity. important yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Because that too, a is... shower scene without nudity—that's like unheard of. It makes yeah. me think that it's tame, and that they don't know what they're doing. They can't commit. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't want to pay the actress enough to show from a top up. So or it's that is like a PG thirteen rating or something yeah. where they don't have to. I mean, it is kind of funny that we don't see female nudity throughout the entire thing. It's amazing. Tell me another fucking horror movie that doesn't do that. Yeah, most horror movies show female nudity. Even when they... Especially, especially when in they, that shower time. Scene. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, in yes. that time, in that genre, that's like the most abusive genre to yeah. like women in film. For sure. Yeah, definitely. It, it, I mean, that is funny. I mean, I mean like, it's not funny, but I, I, mean, I mean, like, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't thought about that yet. Like, I, it, like, this is another reason why this movie is fucking genius because I've seen it six times and I'm still <laughs> thinking of things about it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't... I don't I, I, I've, I've literally never thought like, oh yeah, all the nudity that you see in this movie is male nudity. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. That's all you see. And it's, oh, it's so good. How do you do that? <laughs> it's it's also like the uh, I remember watching the I remember thinking when we were watching the uh, the, the softball scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I, some of that softball stuff feels legit. Like. Meaning, I've seen softball games, and that's kind of how they work. Like, they don't hit them that far. People fumble the ball. They still make the play. Yeah. It's not hyper-stylized like it would be, like, if you had a, a big budget and everybody catches yeah, it perfectly yeah, yeah, yeah. at the tip of the glove and makes yeah. the perfect... Yeah. They're even throwing it like like they don't know how to throw a ball very yeah, yeah. well. Like, <laughs> the whole thing, like, there's a there's a, there's a a sort of a, um, a, a mastery of... of of making it not look professional yeah, but still yeah. working like i believed that they got <laughs> that they outplayed those older people and got the double play and and everything else <laughs> and i felt there was a weird authenticity to that sequence that i don't see even like in the sandlot yeah you yeah, know yeah. which i always kind of go to as a real authentic oh that's your part. authentic baseball movie. yeah without the hollywood uh, uh well outside of the ending outside of the hollywood kind of thing of the game itself yeah, yeah i know? think the whole everything that occurs at the camp is extremely authentic like all of the conversations are like those are those are like so genuine yeah those are like such normal interactions that you would have i mean obviously with the exception of like the two mean girls meg Mm -hmm. and jane i think is the other one's name or judy excuse me yeah judy but yeah those two are the exception but everyone else seems like really like those are normal just even like the way that the boy is talking to angela and like watching the girls give looks and like snickering and stuff like that yeah um yeah. Yeah. Even the normal. the and uh, that's, this is another thing that's so, like incongruent, but probably intentional, is like the biggest, most uh, you know, physically you know worked out guy. The guy looks like he's a gym rat from day one. <laughs> is the most calm and collected yeah, and yeah, yeah. nice person. It's like, wait a second, you don't hire that <laughs> person for this role and just make him like a normal dude. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But they do. But they do. It's so genius. Everything is against film logic like it's so smart but it but (laughs) it's not just against film logic because we've seen a bunch of shitty movies that's the problem do things like this yeah well we get i feel like we get indicted into this weird idea of what movies are because like when we (laughs) there's like this uh there is like a constant kind of thing of uh, uh of like movies are different than real life right 
movies are different than real life and then and then we get indicted into movies because we watch them so much and we're Mm -hmm. like movies are real movies and then when we see a movie we're like okay this felt real and this didn't feel real Mm -hmm. and 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 most of the time we're talking about bigger budget stuff and and what's real is also not real it's like this weird meta layer of like this is real this is real because it's not like a superhero, but it's real. But then when you watch something that's actually like a documentary or something that captures, well, when you watch like a film, that's like actually real people, like kind of acting, you're like, you're like, this is terrible. This isn't real. This isn't real within film because I'm used to real, real within film. Mm -hmm. And then, and then it just, it's such a thing it's such a aspect of film that is so vulnerable i think to exploitation and 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 playing with people's ideas because that that type of stuff's never messed with because like if it's quote-unquote not real within film then it's quote-unquote bad right you can't have real life within film well i think the uh in this case uh because of the genre we are inundated with so many slasher kind of movies where you clearly see logic thrown out the window because they have a really good effect that they want to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, I, I, I mentioned that not only did I watch Hellraiser the other day, but one of the Jason movies, Friday the 13th movies uh, called In Space, the, called The Final Chapter. And there's clearly murder sequences that logic dictates would never happen. Yeah. But they bend space and time because it's going to look really cool if Jason kills him this way. Yeah, for and, sure. and you get the same kind of logic yeah. in this one. It, it doesn't make any sense that she's going to be able to throw the knife through the bathroom door and hit her in the or spine and drag her down. A guy in a pot. But it's going to look cool, oh, yeah. so we're going to go with it. Yeah, yeah. And but that's the 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 thing is like we know that this is what other people are doing. We're doing it too, but. Do you see the subtlety here? You see how you didn't see titties? Would you say you know? it's cheeky? <laughs> no, I don't think I would. Damn. But for the purpose of this podcast, I could I could go throw that in there. <laughs> Fails the cheeky test, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's a it's you know and and you know what it it even goes further in being clever yeah. because you could probably do the same kind of clever thing. Um without a lot of the uh um uh sexual uh tension elements in the movie the sexual confusion the sexual uh um crossovers whether it's introducing like all the like i said the the guys and 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 how their homoeroticism seems to be taking a front uh a front seat and then and you could you don't have to have it's all important of that. though it 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 is important because that just goes to show that they're they know that they're playing with that the, the yeah. end requires yeah. that there be some intelligence about this thing. It and, adds and, to and the it adds to we talk. I mean, we've talked about because I think it. I think it's a hot topic in uh, movies and TV shows recently. Uh, the idea of meta. Uh, I think it's something that has been overused and exploited recently. And I, I, I think it's gotten almost to the point of being boring. Mm. And uh, I think that this is a perfect example of using it so subtly, mm-hmm. like using the idea, referencing weird 
things that referencing the movie itself and then referencing the viewer and then referencing the perception of the viewer Mm -hmm. and referencing the 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 format and stuff like that and i i i think that this movie does it in one of the like it does it perfectly because it subtly references it's not overt and it and it and and the the I feel that that one of the most important, coolest parts of about meta and metafiction and stuff like that is that it takes you as the viewer out of what you're watching, and 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 it either makes you question yourself or question the genre or the format as mm-hmm. a whole. Mm-hmm. And I think that this one does it in in quite possibly a perfect way because it's subtle about it. It consistently, since I've watched this movie, has tricked every single person. Like it, 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 it bats a hundred mm. for tricking people. Mm-hmm. It, like it, it uses the idea of meta to trick people, and and I think that that's perfect. Like I, I, I don't know how else to describe it besides like it's it's a perfect writing technique it's a it's a perfect way to use the idea of meta as a as a sword as a tool the writers using meta as something to stab the viewer to confuse the viewer to trick them Mm. because i mean at the end of this movie the writer and the director and and the actors they got the last laugh they tricked you they they succeeded Mm-hmm. They did their job <laughs> and and they did their job with an, an extremely difficult thing to do because you can sit there and you can watch gore all day long. And as long as you have the most gore on the screen, you've won the gore section. But with metafiction, it works in a completely different, more uh, mebius way of, of, of you need to actually trick people. You need to confuse people. And, and, and in this case, it's, it, it, it would be easy, I think, to get sidetracked in the tricking concept and be stuck in and maybe comparing that to, say, like the end of Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not the same thing. No, no, no. And in fact, Sixth Sense is only good the first time you see it. Exactly. The second time you see it, you see a little bit more of the craft of what, what, was, what he did to hide the truth. Yeah. But... After that, now it's done, and the yeah. the, the the dramatic tension is over, yeah. and it's not um, the reveal of this movie doesn't discredit the movie the movie from future viewings. <laughs> like, um, uh, uh, well, it, the thing is, is like the way I, I would distinguish it is that the sixth sense, um, what you see at the end, or the the reveal and the the twist, if you will, um ruins the plot yeah correct for yeah. future viewers yeah, 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 for sure. but in this case all it does is make you want to take a bigger microscope to the the filmmaking yeah. so it actually elevates the, the the rest of the movie without without affecting the plot and the reason i think that that works uh within this specifically is because that final reveal isn't a puzzle piece that makes everything work. The final reveal is like, whoa, holy shit. Also, he slash she slash they are insane. 
Like it's it's it doesn't make everything right. Like it doesn't. It's not a puzzle piece. It's not. It's not a game. Like it's not. It's nope. not at the end. You're not like oh that fits. Now I have resolution. Now I have resolution. It's not that. It's like the, well they still killed uh completely wrong. Yes. They still killed people completely unjustified. They still ki- killed people. Uh, uh, kids. Kids. <laughs> they still killed people based on uh the idea that they just didn't like them. Yeah. Like none of this is justify <laughs> like this is and that's why it works that's why you have to as a writer you have to i think uh, uh, uh think outside of like making everything you know uh fit into this easy you know puzzle mind piece it's not that it, it's it's something that adds a layer of complexity onto the movie but it's not inherently something that makes everything right or everything wrong the morality within the film is still highly gray if not just negative mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but it just makes it more complex which is why it's a good move like in in my opinion I, yeah I, I don't know that's why i think it's genius I, I, I because you don't have writers writing like that anymore you have writers writing in black or white you know like you want everything to work you want everything to that's why we like movies right because they're easy and they work and they enforce our morality structure mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. you don't have movies that that just like are completely kind of nihilistic and scattershot and then at the end it's like oh well she's a male so then that justifies and then when you think about it you're like no nothing really justifies anything this is all terrible uh but but uh, god damn it like they dropped all these things like the but it's not uh justify is not i don't know if that's I know that I know what you're using with that word, um, and and in most horror films, you are looking for justification. Yeah. Um, but justice isn't part of this. It's yeah. it's more like the the reveal at the end paints an explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is equally horrifying, but yeah. also. I get it. It does explain like, it. Oh, I get it. You're yeah. not just killing random people because this because you guys have a really a, a budget to kill six people and this is the violence that you're getting to do. Exactly. It's not just that. Um, well, the person is, uh, you know, this person was kind of mean, so they get the axe, and you know, so we're gonna this person's gonna look good topless, so we're gonna kill that person. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. it's none of that because when we learn what the identity, what the person's identity is, yeah. and how fucked up that's made them, and the 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 trauma or abuse around it that they are a monster they are made a monster well now we understand it's not justified but we understand why you sympathize slaughter a bunch of innocent people yeah you know it is that's like we were talking about earlier the the genesis of a serial killer yeah yeah yeah. i don't know it's fascinating this movie's so good. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, I mean, I could sit there and like talk about it forever because like it, I mean, it's such a, it, it's such good writing. Like I, I, I would, I would, I would die to write something this good. It's something, great. It's great. Bad writing. It's not bad writing. No, I, I know. I, it's hard to me to, to explain yeah. that. I don't know how to say it correctly. It's yeah, because like the thing about it is, is it's so amorphous as a film. Mm-hmm. Because if you say it's bad, it's good. Exactly. If you say if you say it's wrong, it's right. Yes. Like like you can this this movie is like you can turn it around and make an argument against or for anything within this movie, and that's why 
it's art. That's why it's great. Yeah, <laughs> it, I, there's a lot of cult movies that there's some sort of uh, line that gets crossed where people will kind of jump on the side where they go, well, the worse it is, the better. Yeah. As if it like the camp factor, no pun intended. Yeah, or maybe the pun was intended. <laughs> that's what I, I don't know. Like, that's why it's great. Uh, the the camp factor. I was like, oh, it's so bad, it's good. Uh, you yeah. know, people say that about yeah. a lot of shit, and I never liked that. Sure. I always thought that that was a cheap, cheap sort of. Uh, you're, yeah. you're giving Limitless the film test. so many excuses yeah. to not work that you're just going to like throw your hands up and you know, but that's what makes it so good. Mm. This even turns that on. Its head yeah, yeah. Because I, when I was watching this, I was like, I'm going to have to, I hate, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is like a good horror film for you guys, but I'm not the shit all over your good horror. Yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Cause y'all are just, I was like, y'all just bought into this so bad. It's good theme this yeah, thesis yeah, yeah. that so many campy things do <laughs> cult movies do that I, I wasn't gonna stand for it but the movie even plays off of that yeah 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 it got me there too <laughs> dumb bezo run over again it, it got me donna you got anything <laughs> um i think what you were looking for earlier is this movie is like an oobleck <laughs> Ooh, What's an oobleck? I don't know it's, what it is. It's not liquid or solid. It's something that's that looks like liquid, but you can touch it like it's solid. Oh, like you guys have never made that mercury? Before. No, mercury is a liquid. Yeah, it I is. I thought it was a steel no. or an alloy or something. Yeah, it's an it's alloy. Metal. It's metal. Liquid metal. But it's not no, an oobleck is, like, <laughs> is like when you mix like cornstarch with water. Like if you drag your finger on it, it's liquid. But if you punch it, like it solids up and it's kind of. Yeah. Like you can't huh. like pinch it and like yeah. grab it huh. because it's it's liquid. Yeah. But like if you touch it, it's solid. Well, yeah. You know I like the par the paradox is appropriate. Yeah, yeah. 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 You make sure, it? we can make one five <laughs> seconds. Start like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, anyway, um, I like this movie a lot. I think it's really good. I do. I would agree. I think this movie is. I like this movie for a lot of reasons. I think it's really good. The more that you watch it, like this, this is like the quintessential good bad movie like there i don't think that there's any other movie that can top this in terms of being both the worst and amazing at the same time and it's so much fun when you watch it again because like the first time you watch it you're just like what the fuck like you you're just constantly trying to understand why anyone would put this movie in regards but the next time that you watch it you just get to sit there and enjoy the movie for like how completely bizarro it is. Yeah. It's just so weird to listen to the movie and know what the end is. Like, it's so fucking weird. Cause you're just like, why, who would make this? This is insane. Mm. Um, it's great. It's a great movie. I like watching it new. I like watching it old. I'm glad I got to see you watch it. I wish, honestly, <laughs> that your reaction would have been a little bit better. I was pretty disappointed in that. <laughs> that I didn't just blow up and go, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. That he just I thought, stared honestly, I, ha- I was internalizing that yeah, very heavily. I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> man? Like, I wanted that so bad. Like, I've been looking forward to that 
for so long. Like I've been telling you to watch this movie for like three years or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, especially like all day today, I've been like so jacked, like waiting <laughs> for that moment. And then you're just like, I, I, All right, I, I know I was seriously internalized. <laughs> I had the moment, but it was my own moment. I kept it to myself. That's rude. <laughs> Guys, if, if you're going to ever look at Goatsy or you're ever going to Goatsy someone else or Tub Chef or, or I mean, Tub Girl or Blue Waffle someone, yeah, or yeah, yeah. whatever, just, you know, make sure that you're really giving them a positive reaction because that's all part of the fun. Yep. Um, but yeah, this movie is great. I'm really excited actually to watch the other ones. Yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't them, seen so the other I have ones. no idea. They're probably just shit. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. I don't know. I've heard that some of them are good. Yeah. So oh, I don't yeah. know. I mean, even if they're we'll campy, I like that kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like B-movie. I like campy. Um, one last thing that I'd like to say, one more piece of trivia about this movie that I think is pretty interesting. So this movie cost about 300,000 to make. Okay. Any guesses on how much money this movie's made? 13 million. I don't know. Like it feels it still feels very much like kind of a deep cut that I don't think it's uh, you know, super widespread circulation. So I can't imagine it, you know, 10 million maybe. 11 million. Oh. Damn. You were closer than I was, yeah, yeah. but we were both in the ballpark. By the way, that is both uh, a good thing and a bad thing. It's a good thing because for anybody who does stumble upon this movie, it means that when they get a chance to watch it, they will get the experience that I have experienced. Because if this movie was 10 times as successful or 100 times as successful as, as it currently is, it would be out. Yeah. And uh, the effect would be ruined. Well, I mean, I think that this movie is one of those movies that if you love film or if you like, I mean, just if you love film, you know this movie. Mm-hmm. And maybe you haven't seen it and maybe unfortunately now it's been ruined for you really no, no, that they, you've listened they, to this show they, you, they, li- they watched the movie before we, we warned them they did that <laughs> they, heard the, they, heard, they heard the bumper music after I spoiled it <laughs> anyway but um, if if you didn't do that already I mean I think I just think that everyone knows about this movie I I just don't Everyone that's cool that's in the know knows about it. Word. I mean, for Be real, so that's really cool. Does. Thank you. Uh, is, this my t- is this my ticket in now? I mean, I think that's it, though. Like, you know, there's a lot of people that... I mean, like, the... Yeah, there's a lot of people that will go see movies regularly, you know, and that like consider themselves like really into movies or whatever. But it's like, yeah, just because you go see every Marvel movie doesn't mean that you know what a yeah, good movie is true, or like true. have actual taste on it. But yeah. you don't understand writing. You don't <laughs> obviously if you watch Marvel, you don't understand writing because they're plots for children. Uh, there was three little minor uh, things that I wanted to point on uh to 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 speak on this don't you dare uh not 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 criticism but just three little trivia things we haven't really spoken about one uh the shower scene again the fact that she's humming that ridiculous song (laughs) and the fact that you joined in making fun of it only added to me (laughs) to the absurdity of how bad it is but again in retrospect could be a stroke of genius 
not only could it be a stroke of genius that I, I could be that because we hear a character humming the same melody in the next scene. I know that yeah. is not an accident here. No. Here's what I think though. So there was a, originally a score for this movie and then only one of the songs got used. So I don't know if that was a song oh. like original music that existed in the movie mm-hmm. that was removed for some reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who knows we don't know what happened, right. but it's so it's that's like one of those happy accident weirdo things about this movie. Uh, the other thing is the cop's mustache, yes. which is so it's, it's almost like you can see the glue. Yeah. And you that, can see the tape. That's what's brilliant about that because, again, it is a, it's a misdirect right in front of your face, literally in front of his face and in front of ours and uh, in, in, in explaining quality, you know. And then the third thing, which is completely trivia, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to, I would bet a dollar on it, is because I, I was reading the names um, of the opening credits, and there's a credit there by, I don't remember his first name, but there is an Earl Jones, a George Earl Jones or something who's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that guy must be related to James Earl Jones. I was wondering And is too. the uh, the guy who ends up being the top chef after the, the first one's killed. I was wondering the he same has, thing. He has a similar face. He, has a, there's a, he says a few lines of dialogue that remind me of James Earl Jones as if yeah. he's like his, his older brother or maybe his dad or something. Yeah, I wonder the same thing um but uh, uh he was the only character that uh, the only actor that i recognized uh at all everybody else is a uh yeah <laughs> another brilliant yeah. move perhaps <laughs> everybody else is completely unrecognizable yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's not like oh there's the star yeah or yeah. there's the one who no, grew up in the famous it, it all it, makes sense it's a uh, it's some you you don't you you underestimate all the performers as a result and um, which is again part of the craft. You want to know some more weird trivia about the movie? Of course. So, uh, I guess the mother of the girl that played Angela didn't want her to be like on the set when they were doing the killings, which is why there's the man hands in the killing mm, scenes. Interesting. So not only is it a misdirect, but also they didn't want her to yeah. be on there. Yeah. And then in the final scene, it's a man that's wearing a prosthetic head of Angela. That's why it looks so, so bizarre. Crazy. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's pretty crazy there's pictures of the angela next to the mask uh, and there's even one of her like trying to open, open her mouth yeah. and it's like you can see it's just like all it's slightly like five, exaggerated it's like it's like five like percent bigger than what it yeah, should be it's so weird ah oh, man that is a uh, getting chills thinking i know about that it's shot. so scary mm-hmm. it's so disturbing Ugh. <laughs> Guys, yeah. thank you for the experience yeah, for introducing yeah, yeah. Do me to the rate it? Camp. Do we want to rate it? Do you want to do a rating? Yeah. Because I know what I'm going to give it. Yeah. 10 out of 10, baby. It's perfect. Uh, I, it's hard to argue against 10 out of 10 because every point against it is a point for it. Yeah. So just so. do it. 10 out of 10. Hell yeah. Wow, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 is all around a must watch. Sleepaway Camp 1. 
baby. Is this the first movie we've all given tens to? We, we give it a lot of praise for the uh, yeah. the original Planet of the Apes, but I still think I threw out a nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I still think I, I, I agree with your logic. A point against it is a point for it, so it doesn't matter. Give it 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's perfect. Like, just let go. Let it, let it do its thing mm-hmm. and let it be a great movie. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys got anything else to plug? You guys want to? We're not doing sound on sound, so I. Yeah. Oh well, I I uh, well, if you're listening to this on Monday, I hope I did you came show. and saw me on Saturday <laughs> yeah. at Genuine Joe's, or you can listen to probably in a couple episodes another show on this network called yeah. The Listening Room. It's a live storytelling show. I'm going to be telling a story, a spooky story, Ooh. a spooky real story uh, yeah. on that show. Um, and then also you can listen to my show, Mountain Dude vs. Dorito Girl, that comes out on Tuesdays. Uh, I've, y'all, I got so much Destiny talk going on oh, in yeah. that. <laughs> Plus the new anime season started. Dog, it's getting crazy. Nice. Also, if you live in Austin, uh, starting October 24th, uh, at Spokesman Coffee, hey. you can come and see a live gaming event with me and my co-host, Ben the Mountain Dude. Nice. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to be playing yet. Probably some competitive games, maybe some Mario Kart, maybe some uh, Smash we'll playing Bros. playing something. Maybe some Jackbox. The new game comes out I would love Tuesday, some Jackbox so. Live. It's so good. Yeah. So I don't know, guys, but uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at Donna underscore Bourgeois. Hell yeah. Uh, thanks i guess i was only one with plugs (laughs) i got plugs Uh, actually i don't know why i stepped over mine do you got plugs uh no just uh find new episodes feature this dot uh feature this podcast.com um or you know tune into the carrie beast time basketball which you already do yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i'll be playing um i'll be playing potentially two lot two sets uh friday night on the 20th of october if you're listening to this anytime between Monday and Friday, 20th October, potentially two sets at Beerland. Uh, one set early on, first set of the night, doing a jazz thing. Uh, potential second set, I was asked to do one at the same show, so just hang out. Okay. Uh, and then the next day, uh, the 21st Saturday, Dong Fest. I will be playing Dong Fest 3. Uh, I think with Dromez, I don't know, whatever. Come and out. if you if you live in Austin and you don't want to go see Ethan play a show, hit me up at Donna underscore Bourgeois because I'd really like to go with someone to dismember the Alamo. Nice, yeah, yeah. Ethan blew I'll be me do- off. I didn't blow you off. I'll be doing <laughs> Dongfest, which I scheduled like two years 20 ago. Twenty times. I scheduled Dongfest two years ago and <laughs> before I the forgot. business that you're playing it open. Yes. All right, guys. Bezo, you don't got nothing. Ethan, That's I give you a it, negative I, 10 right. out of 10. Yeah, I'm the, the fuck out of here. All right. Good night. Bye.
International. 